Welcome to Parenting with Pam, with me, your host, Pamela Query. I am a certified hand-in-hand parenting instructor, and I am here to help you keep your cool while still getting your kids to cooperate, so you can parent in a peaceful way and actually enjoy being a parent. That means no more endless negotiating, lecturing, or explaining, no need for threats, bribes, or consequences, no more daily yelling. So if you want to create a peaceful home, I'm here to show you how. Hello, dear parents. I am Pamela Query. Uh, I am a certified hand-in-hand parenting instructor, and I'm talking to you today from here in Belfast in Northern Ireland. I'm a mum of two children. I've got a 10-year-old daughter and I've got a six-year-old son. So today I want to talk to you about parent stress, parent burnout, and why parenting is so very, very hard for so many of us. And the parents I work with, I hear so many parents tell me a similar story when they come to me. They say, if only I could be more patient. And they tell me about the times when, you know, when they're feeling calm, they're feeling relaxed, parenting goes really, really well. Uh, They can be patient and loving towards their child. And, you know, children really respond to that whenever we're in the moment and we're feeling calm and patient and loving and children's behavior really steps up to that and things go really smoothly. But the thing is, there are so many times when parents feel stressed, they feel frustrated, they feel tired, they feel fed up. And when that's the case, parenting doesn't go so well. The wheels start to come off and you go into this spiral of everything becoming difficult and your child becomes difficult and you start to lose your temper and things don't go so well. So um, and what often so often parents do whenever that happens is you get this voice in your head and you you know and you you start telling yourself I need to try harder I have to do more I'm not a good parent I need to do better and all this parent guilt comes in so I'm here to tell you that I know you are doing your best as a parent um and what I find I want to share some things that I think might really help whenever you're stuck in that place of the parent guilt and things are really stressful and hard and you're feeling like a a bit of a failure as a parent. When I'm feeling like that, I find it really helpful to zoom out for a moment and really look at the bigger picture. Because first of all, it's really good to remember we were not meant to parent in these small nuclear families that we've created. We were designed to raise children in community. It takes So it takes many adults and and other children as well to meet a child's physical, their mental, their emotional needs. So, um, you know, children need other children to play with. They're designed to play for big chunks of the day with other with other children. And too often they um, are relying on the adults in their life for all their play needs. And that's hard for us to to meet that need. Um, and at the same time, we're trying to meet our children's physical needs, keep them, keep them fed, keep them clothed. Uh, we're trying to, you know, organize their education and their health and all these things that we're trying to do. And then, of course, on top of that is all of their complex emotional needs as well. And the thing is, it, it's really hard for one adult or two, maybe two adults uh, to meet all of those needs for a child or um, multiple children in the household. The other thing is that us as adults, that we have needs too, and we need other adults around to meet our needs too. We have needs for for community and for friendship and for support and for intimacy, uh, and to you know to get all of our physical and mental and emotional needs met as well. 
Um, so, and you know, these days often it is one parent or possibly two parents alone with young children for for large parts of the day, um, and this parent is trying to do, do trying to do it all and wondering why they get frustrated and why they lose their patience and why it's so hard. Um, so I know, of course, it's hard. Of course, it's hard when we're trying to do all of this just ourselves. Um, and we often get burnt out and just trying to meet the physical needs of our children. And there's no space left to meet our children's emotional needs or their need for connection or their need for play. Those are the first things that go whenever we're feeling stress as a parent. Um, and, you know, on top of that, so many of us are in what I call survival parenting. We're in survival mode. We are feeling the stress. We are feeling the strain. We are just trying to get through the day and keep things going. And there's no space for those other things, for, for connection and for playfulness. Um, and really, in order to be resourced enough to meet children's emotional needs, we have to have our basic physical needs met. So you know you might as a parent you might be worried about your financial situation uh, and or if you don't have like safe and secure housing if your job is under threat or if you aren't able to work for health reasons uh, or for other reasons um if you have health concerns if you have stress and or conflict in your relationships if you are grieving we have all these difficult things that can happen to us as parents and this really impacts on our ability to parent in the way that we want to uh, it really makes it hard and these external things that are so often out of our control and every parent I know does the very very best that they possibly can in these very tricky situations and um, but it makes it really hard to parent calmly uh, and to parent with presence and with patience the other thing is of course is that we live in a really unfair world and some of us many of us have more privilege than others so you in your own situation you may be faced with additional challenges that are out of your control and um, challenges may be based on discrimination based on your race or your gender your sexuality your gender identity and um, your language you might might not be the first language in the country that you're living in and um, you you might have health problems or disabilities or you or or you may be neurodiverse and all of these impact how we are able to get the support we need, how the, the resources that we have available to us and how we are able to respond to our children. The playing field is definitely not a level one when it comes to this. Um, but what I do know is that every parent is doing their very, very best. Um, the other thing is that your ability to be a responsive parent is affected by your own history of trauma as well and your own childhood, your own story. Um, and if you experience trauma as a child, or even if you had, you know, a relatively normal childhood, but your parents were very strict and very harsh with you, you carry these wounds um, into your own parenting. And that can make it really difficult to parent your own children with calmness and with empathy. So there's a lot stacked against us parents. And we so often forget that when we're in the moment, we just say, we, we need to try harder. We need to be doing more. Um, and when we look at that big picture and see how much is impacting us and our ability to parent and how much of that um, is not within our control. Um, and really, it, parenting is not well supported and it's not well valued in many Western societies. Um, and, you know, that's what makes it so hard for us so much of the time. And given all of that and keeping all of that in mind, I really want to say, I know you are doing your very, very best. 
you are a good parent and you are showing up as best you can under really challenging circumstances. So what can you do? So if you're in, first of all, if you're in this survival parenting, I invite you to go so easy on yourself, to give yourself the same compassion that you would to a good friend who you could see was struggling and doing their best. Um, you know, recognize how difficult the situation is that you're in and know that it's not your fault. None of this is your fault, that you are a good parent in a difficult situation and giving yourself this big dose of compassion, this self-love and self-compassion can go a long way to uh, put the, the parenting guilt aside um, and to see the good in yourself again and see how much that you are doing. So that's the first thing. The second thing is to to do whatever you can to get your needs met and to get more support in your life. Um, and you know that might mean uh, prioritizing sleep if you can. It might mean calling in and asking for help. It might mean saying no to certain activities or responsibilities that you have. Um, and I know many things are outside of your control, but if you can find a few things that you can control and a few ways that you can bring more support into your life, um, then that could make all the difference. Even just trying to set aside a little bit of time just for yourself to have a cup of tea in, in silence, to take a few deep breaths, to hide in the bathroom and, and um, you look in the mirror and tell yourself you're a good parent. Uh, just prioritizing yourself and knowing that if you take care of yourself first and try and identify what needs you need met, then you can be a better parent and a, a better adult um, to everybody that you're interacting with. Uh, I want the third thing, I want to talk about a practical way, a practical thing that you can do to build more support into your into your life, into your parenting. And it is the hand in hand tool that we call listening partnerships. And listening partnerships are at the very core of hand in hand parenting because we recognize that parents need so much more emotional support in this society, in the way that we are parenting in this Western world. Um, so listening partnerships are a way for you to get the emotional support that you need as a parent and it can make all the difference. So how it works, it's really simple, um, is that you find another parent who you trust um, and you take a turn, take a turn about. One parent talks while the other one listens. You talk about parenting, about, um, you know, you get to vent about what is hard, what you're struggling with. Um, and you get to offload all those, all that that burden of parenting. You get you get a chance just to let it all go, talk about it, vent about it. And as you use this tool more, you can start to get to the feelings underneath, and the feelings that are are um, really coming up in the present moment and making parenting difficult for you, um, and uh, making you frustrated, and making you overwhelmed, and making you lose your temper with your kids. Um, and with time, you can untangle those difficult moments and uh, make them go better. That's how listening partnerships work. Then the other parent takes a turn and you listen to them knowing they are a good parent and knowing that your listening is going to make a difference to them. Um, and, um, you know, that that can bring about huge changes in your parenting, in your capacity to um, to listen to your own kids and to provide them with the emotional safety that they need and the emotional support that they need. Um, so I highly recommend um, to give listening partnerships a, a go, give them a try. 
Um, and if you want to learn more about how to build this kind of support into your life, I want to tell you about a free class I have coming up next week. And this is for you if you are a parent who really wants to be gentle, but you are struggling with a child who is not listening or is not cooperating and where everything turns into an argument or standoff. And um, until you just reach the point where you've had enough and you are frustrated, you run out of patience and you end up shouting. And this is not the parent that you want to be. If that sounds familiar to you, then I have an incredible free masterclass coming up next week. And the link is on next Wednesday at 8pm in UK Ireland time. Um, and I've dropped the link in the comments below. You're so welcome to sign up and come along. So if you want to respond to your child with warmth and respect, you really value that. But you also need to get them to do what, whatever it is you need them to do. Um, and this is what I hear all the time from parents. And I have created a very special masterclass with you in mind. It's called Why Your Kids Won't Listen and What You Can Do About It. Um, the sign up link is in the comment box below and I would love for you to join me. You can also follow me on Instagram at Pam Parent Coach and you will find the link there too. So I hope this Facebook Live has um, given you a dose of compassion and uh, a feeling that I know you are doing your very best. You are working so hard as a parent um, and I see all that you are doing. Um, so I want to thank you. Thank you for parenting in this way. Thank you for being part of this wonderful hand in hand community. I would love to see you on the masterclass next week. Bye bye for now, everybody. If you enjoyed listening, I would be so grateful if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever service you use to listen to podcasts. This will really help me to reach more parents. You could also share the podcast with any other hardworking parents you think might enjoy it. Thanks for your support. Would you like to get your kids listening so you don't have to shout and instead you can start enjoying being a parent? Then pop along to my website, pamtheparentcoach.com or follow the link in the show notes to get signed up to my next virtual masterclass. See you next time.